Happy Tuesday, guys. This week's episode of Adulting is brought to you by our friends at Bev, Athletic Greens, Undone Beauty, Aspiration, and Vivo. All five of these companies are doing amazing things, and they have great offers for you guys. So be sure to take advantage of those. But before you do, enjoy the show. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax, so baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs and maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm your host, Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. It's okay when I do weird things. It's not so much okay when that you probably do came weird through things. so rumbly. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, welcome back to the show. Um, if you're an adult or just trying to be one, listen. This is the show for you. Okay. Um, we had a good weekend. I'm feeling the juju. Um, actually, if I'm being honest, one of the days it was fifty percent really hard, fifty percent good. <laughs> but the good news is we ended on a positive note, For which sure. set us off and on the right track. Um, hope you guys are on the right track too. Um, let's kick it off. You got an adulting win and fail for me. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, uh, I like to start with the fail and cruise back to the win. My fail is, so I bought this basketball hoop, right? Because I needed an extra activity. When the kids go down at the end of the day, like I want to be able to go out and shoot hoops. It's nostalgic for me. And it like, it just puts me in a nice little groove, you know? And so I buy this hoop from Costco and, uh, you can't have it assembled because of COVID, which is kind of silly to me because they would do it outside. So you can't have that. So you got to do it yourself. So I do it myself and uh, I think I said this before. I literally screwed up step one. Mm-hmm. So then I had to wait like a week or two and finally got that fixed and came back. But around. how did you get it fixed? For those listening who need an adulting hack, if you ever screw up Oh, so up when you buy pole. your basketball hoop from Costco <laughs> and you put the two wrong poles together, what you're going to do is literally drop the poles like as many times. on the joint that they were together. Like he was like, you're going to do that. A lot of times. And when I say a lot, of, it's like at least 20 or more. And this works for 90% of our customers. And guess what? It worked. It worked. It worked. Okay. So I got around to, I fixed that and I got around to putting the basketball hoop together. And Over the course you, of three days, mind you. Two sessions. Two days. Two okay. sessions. Well, three days if you count day one. Correct. This thing's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Straight up. Well, it's like, a lot harder when... There was a bazillion components to it. Mm-hmm. Like... Am I capable? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I can do it. Do I want to do it ever again? No, I don't. You're not even mentioning the fact that you had an assistant who is not very assistant worthy. <laughs> okay. And it's I'm not going to try to, I'm gonna try to say about. this like with a lot of sensitivity because some people might be like, oh, that's harsh. You know, you do things like, like as a dad with my boy that I want to like share with him, you know, and I'm like, this is going to be so cool. So cute. Like it's going to be a great experience. No. Mind you, he's 18 months, but we forget that. That's like an ongoing thing. he doesn't theme. act 18 months until right. he acts 18 months. That's the, the issue. And maybe there. that's our fault. Yeah, I you know. know. They I say totally treat understand. him like an adult, so you treat him like an adult, and when they act like a baby, you're like, I'm confused. Exactly. Right? So it was really challenging because he was like putting this little screw like... No, some... he was trying to be helpful. He was, but it wasn't helpful at all. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that was the fail. My win... Uh, oh, and on top of that, it was just... That was Saturday. That was... Saturday was like one of those days where we were just hanging on by a thread. Uh-huh. Like we both looked and felt miserable. <laughs> if one kid wasn't screaming and crying, the other one was. We it was it was just it was a shitty day. Yep. I'm just gonna say it. It was a shitty day. But we turned it around and my win is Sunday because although it's the really the only thing that we do to get out of the house, which is go to your aunt and uncle's mm-hmm. and a couple other places, we did it. And it wasn't a new experience, but we were just like, look, we cannot do what we did yesterday. Let's make a change. We made a change. We got out of the house. We ticked all the boxes before we left. And it was a good day. It was a great day. It's just so nice. For those of you with little ones, you can understand. It is so nice to just be around other people (laughs) who you know are 
also capable of just keeping an eye on your kid so you can like take a break, even if it's for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was. Like we just went and hung out. Gio got to run around with aunt and uncle. I got to chill a little bit. You got to chill a little bit. It was a nice day. Yep. Yep. I, um, I can pretty much second that win. Um, and then to add to the fail, you know, something that I want to, to talk about a little bit is just the fact that when you have a new baby, right. Um, with Gia, what I didn't do and what I've done differently with Ivory is I've been a lot more mindful of, you know, somewhat of a routine throughout the day. So with Gio, no one could have told me anything. Okay. No one could have told me anything. Like they said, you know, your kid needs to nap. I used to hear this like sleep begets sleep thing where they would, you know, suggest that the kid needs to be napping throughout the day. Then you'd hear the old school parents say like, keep them up. So they're tired at night. So many conflicting things. So what I did was like hone into my intuition, which let me tell you, when you don't have anything to go off of as a parent and you're a new parent, your intuition doesn't know jack squidly squat. So for four months, I kind of just did the darn thing and had no rhyme or reason. And that's why it made it really hard to get Geo sleep trained to sleep through the night and then also to get accustomed to napping throughout the day. I kind of had to work backwards and really learn the ropes. And what helped me get there was um, the Moms on Call app. That's what I live by from four months on. And honestly, it's kind of dwindled. I want to ask you something, though, because it may be helpful for somebody else. Yeah. So, especially for a new mom, do you think. So I'm going to say this, maybe it's not hundred percent accurate, but I think you had ego maybe would be the, the right word. Running like, theme. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Just pick a word that makes sense yeah. going into geo. Right. Yeah. Where like, couldn't tell you nothing. Like mm-hmm. you felt like you knew what you were doing. You were like, I'm going to go off my instinct and my gut. And like, that's going to lead me in the right place. I don't think that every new mom or new parent is like that. I think there are some people and we have friends around us like this. They're like, I know nothing. I want it to be easy. Everybody come in and help and tell me what I'm supposed to do. Right. Whereas you were not that. I'm still kind of not that. Would you, could you offer any advice to somebody who may be similar to you? Who's like, feels like they're fully in control and can't let go of any of that. Yeah. I think what helped me along the way sort of open my mind to, you know, other people's opinions and solutions was the mommy and me group, Mm. you know, being around other moms with similar age kids who were experiencing different things or learning things before me. Um, I kind of just took note of it all. And eventually I came to my own senses and I realized like, okay, what I'm doing isn't working. And that's kind of how my personality works. Like I have to get there myself. You know, sure. it's really hard for someone to say, here, try this. Well, which if, is, that, if that somebody's me. Yeah. No, I don't love a solution <laughs> provider unless the solution provider is myself. And so, right. Or somebody other than me. Exactly. Um, well, yeah. Sometimes if I turn to like someone else who says no, no, it no, no, just no. right. Mm-hmm, then right. that person outside of you is totally fine by me. Oh gosh. Um, so anyways, what I did differently with Ivory was paid more attention to her cues earlier on. Like, I'm not kidding in the hospital. I was already looking at the clock saying, okay, she ate. Let's see, you know, can we go two, three hours, pay attention to her cues? Has she slept? Because what I would have done with Gio in the past was anytime he's shown, showed any sign of fussiness, I would just feed him. I didn't think, oh wait, maybe he's tired. Maybe he needs a diaper change. Maybe he needs, you know, tummy time. Who, who the heck knows, right? so with with ivory like when she is on her routine and we start the feed at seven in the morning the day is pretty much blissful yeah which was the change 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 from saturday to sunday because on saturday what happened was and this is just such a simple little thinking that can throw things off which is kind of sad right when you're when you have a kid who's used to a schedule it's almost it's almost hard to vary from it because you just want to protect your sanity. What happened was we had Dr. Tran who did her lip and tongue revision come by and she came by while Ivory was supposed to be asleep. So Ivory was then awake during that. And then Mm. that threw the day off. And then I had to nurse her after um, she met with Dr. Tran because she was a little more fussy. And so the feed was, we should bill her back for that. Right. Bill her the whole day. What's Mm -hmm. my day worth? Actually, I need to go back and do that calculation. Not just the appointment. Because guess what? Another thing we need to talk about later in the show is how valuable time is and Mm -hmm. how we should always value our time when we're in some sort of situation that is sucking our time dry. Mm -hmm. Um, so there you go. 
And my and my win is yesterday, and just coming closer. You can't to, copycat my win. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. You got to be more creative. I don't. I'm not doing the creative thing because guess what? Also, I learned yesterday. What's that? I don't work from the left side of my brain. I'm not as creative as I thought I was, because I adamantly stand by the fact that the shoe is gray and green. No, that that shoe was gray and green. But then when you take a step back and you look at it from your other eyeball, it's pink and white. Do you know what that means, by the way? The fact that you saw both? What's that mean? That like you're lost. Special. Okay. Specially lost. Um, you guys, we have more emails from you and we loved answering them last uh, week on the show. And you guys seem to enjoy that too. So at the very end of the show, we're going to answer you guys' emails. Let's take a quick break and hear from some of our amazing sponsors, which we should touch on this for a second. Sure. We're really grateful to be off on our own, to be in a position where we can produce this show on our own and make the decisions that we're making to work with the partners that we actually want to work with. Um, I'm not going to throw any names out there, but you know, when we, got, when we were with our other production company and we were really green, we didn't know what the heck we were doing in this business. We were um, just saying yes to the We dress. were saying yes to ads. I mean, there were certainly ads that we had to say no to that just didn't align with we, us we, at all. We set the ground rules up front, but their job at the end of the day is to sell ads across all their shows. Yeah. And if we said no to too many, they, right, they wouldn't make any money. They just from us or for us. Yeah. yeah. And what we realized is we were doing ads for things that like, we just didn't care about. Yeah, or didn't and align with. Exactly. And I am so excited to offer you guys actual deals and incentives from companies that we stand by. So thank And that you we again. actually use. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, thank you again for supporting them. It means a lot to us and obviously the health of our show. We'll take a quick break and we'll come right back with some more adulting business. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, Dee, let's just talk about health for a second. How are you feeling? Where are your energy levels at? <laughs> um, you want me to be honest? I do. Okay. I am getting by. Um, and I think the only reason I'm getting by at all with the lack of sleep I've had recently is because I'm in check with like taking care of myself. And Athletic Greens has made that a lot easier for me, um, a lot more tasty. And it's a lot more efficient. I just know that when I take my athletic greens in the morning that I'm getting what I need. I'm kind of rehydrating my body. I'm giving it what it needs to like get through the day. So that's that's where I'm at, bro. I get it. I totally get it. I feel like um, it's become habitual around here and, and, and I feel the same way. I feel like we're really lacking in the sleep department and this is like, even though we don't feel optimal <laughs> like this is making us feel like at least we're doing our part and putting all the best things in our body yeah oh no it's it's mandatory you know what i mean uh, so athletic greens guys it's one thing with all the best things in it one tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins minerals and whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin multi-mineral probiotic green superfood blend and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet Increase energy and focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills. And I think that's what I like most is just knowing that instead of reaching for two or three or 10 different things, like it's just literally one scoop of AG. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's everything you need. And you can put it in water. Sometimes we put it in a smoothie. Sometimes I add it to a juice. Um, It's kind of just however you get it in um, in the morning. And I want to add that we have turned on some of our closest family and friends to AG. And they have nothing but good things to say. I just feel really glad to have them sponsoring our show because we stand behind them 150%. Yeah, yeah, It's a strong adulting move to take Athletic Greens in the morning. Yeah, it's basically a requirement now. Um, guys jump on athletic greens, um, for so many reasons, but here's the best one right now. When you buy, you're going to get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, which means you don't have to buy vitamin D for an entire year, which is crazy because you're already getting something amazing. And then getting that on top is just silly. Yeah. Take advantage of this offer and then let us know what you guys think. Yep. Just simply visit athleticgreens.com slash adulting and join health experts, athletes, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every single day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash adulting and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. 
And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. All right, guys, we're back. And uh, we thought it'd be fun to just do a general check-in, kind of hear about like what's going on in your life. So I'm going to kick things off. Okay. And I know that there's a lot that's happened for us over the last week, but specifically you, what's going on? Oh, interesting. Okay. See, okay. So the reason why we wanted to do this check-in is because as you guys know, or maybe I just need to reiterate this, like we don't often sit, this sounds bad, but like we really don't often sit across from one another and just check in. Yeah. Our bad. It's our bad. Um, which is going to be one of the things I bring up because, um, we talk with a mutual sort of counselor um, and we have these sessions every couple of weeks or whatever. And randomly she texted us today. Okay. Actually, I'm going to, I'm just going to read it because it almost sounded like it was like our mom checking in, which I actually oh, respect. No. Did you not read it? I haven't read it yet. Oh, okay. She goes, hi, how's the homework going? No cell phones in the bed after a certain time. How's Monday passing kids to the nanny to practice letting her take care of both at the same time going? (laughs) And I haven't responded yet because I wanted to answer that um, aloud. On the show first. That would make sense. No, because... um, because we aren't doing well at the no phones thing. We're not checking in with each other as much as we were at one point when we first started working with her. Mm-hmm. And a lot has kind of gone to the wayside in terms of our relationship. And a lot, meaning like, I mean. All of it? Yeah. Most of it? Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Let's touch on the phones real quick because I'm definitely guilty of it. But I feel like there's a caveat over the last week or so, I feel like we've been going to bed later and they've just, for whatever reason, felt like really long days. And so by the time we get to bed, I feel like you usually are like just ready to hit it and be done with the day. Hit it meaning what? <laughs> like hit your pillow and be done. Oh, okay. Yeah, not like hit it, hit it. We'll talk about that too. <laughs> uh, and so I usually, I usually crawl in few minutes later and i feel like you're you're pretty much on your way out or already out so i've been pulling out my phone to like i like to read about stocks and stuff like late at night while it's just me with nobody else bugging me and so that's what the phone's been out for and i feel like that's what when you're looking at me with those piercing eyes right now that's what you're alluding to you know i'm looking at you as i'm listening actively listening but i'm also kind of distracted because you are holding the microphone upside down like you're some sort of rapper like a true g I'm going to take a picture because this is, um, it's just, I'm worried about the sound quality and I'm also just, no, it records from all angles. Is that how a microphone works? Well, these ones. Okay. (laughs) Um, yeah, I've noticed that you use that time as it, as your like downtime and, and I know you enjoy reading and I understand that there's not really any time throughout the day to have that luxury. So like, even though I know that it was part of our homework to lose the phones in the bed, you know, I'll make a small comment, but then I kind of just said like, you know what you do you boo. Like, what are we going to do? Well, I think I love the rule. I think it like, that's what we should hold true to. If it's the scenario where we're going to bed, like a half an hour or hour before we actually plan to go to sleep. And the idea is to like get into bed with nothing else going on and just chit chat or whatever and just catch up with each other. But that's not like by the time we get to bed, it's like we're both exhausted, but for whatever reason, I'm still using my phone to just, just read and catch up or whatever. Okay. Well, at least you could admit that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what you did, right? Yeah. Wrong. Okay, cool. Um, to touch on the second part of that, cause I feel like people are like, what do you mean about the nanny watching both kids in the morning on Monday? Um, part of our conversation with, um, our, counselor was about how we don't feel like we have dedicated time to work. Um, it's, it's equally hard for both of us to really just step away from both kids. Um, and so one thing that's helpful for me is making sure that Ivory is napping while I step away for work because I feel less guilty if Gio is awake with Mimi. Um, than if she had both. I I don't know how someone manages (laughs) both if like chaos ensues. 
And I think you were more alluding in our conversation with the counselor to like, okay, we need to figure out how we can both work regardless of the situation and how we can have more of like a schedule with Mimi where it's like you manage both kids at this point, you manage one kid, I take the other and we just are more organized. Mm -hmm. I think it's everybody for easier or I think it's easier for everybody to be super clear on like what they're supposed to be doing when you're so militant, not at all. It's just if, if the three of us, the three adults are in the house with the two kids and we're all kind of in the same space. Cause that's what's ha- That's what happens in a small house. Like, and a kid needs attention. No one really knows yeah. whose job it is to attend to that. Right. No, and that I could happen that. all day long. So if like, it's not clear that, Hey, you, you're responsible for this, for this period of time, whatever. And like, that's my time to go do whatever I need to do. If you don't have that, it's really hard to separate in all those moments throughout the day. Yeah. Um, I totally actually agree with you. I, I do kind of stand by the fact that you are militant, but I don't stand by it being (laughs) in a negative way. I think that like you add that structure that I just don't have organically. Um, well, we work differently, right? I don't think there's anything that's bad about it. I need more of that structure to, to just be happier and feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm like, I'm just like living, working everything at my optimal level. You don't need that. And that's okay. Like you can do it your way, but I'll need some of that in order for like to just feel my best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're right. Um, I think that we're managing well though. Like right now I'm communicating more with Mimi and saying, Hey, would you be okay if I slipped away and took a shower, which I did this morning? You know, we got a lot of work done you this morning. You got to take a shower? Don't even, mister. I go outside and meditate, build a hoop for two, three days in a row. That was Hold for on, I'm our not children. Done. Work out. Get your... I haven't worked go, out since... Go take Jake for two walks a day. Jake needs to be walked. Do, I understand. Do you do I'm not arguing with any of these things. Okay. I'm just pointing out the fact that if I go take a shower, that's okay. That's just for you, though. Oh, No. Who's it for? If I don't take a shower, A, I smell my self-care, my self-worth, my independence, my success in life, who I am. Sounds like needs, it's about you. Okay. <laughs> in order to be a good partner, a good Look, mom. I'm, I'm 100% kidding. I want, I've said this from the get-go. Oh, you're singing now? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to give you whatever you need. And I've been like loud and proud about that. Ooh, let's detour to the next topic. What's that? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead and start. All right. Um, so it is what? Eight. Is it? How old is she? Eight? Oh, yeah. My gosh. Eight weeks. No, she's yet. Yeah, two months old today. Okay. Nah, so. Nah. Yeah. Today. Yes, she's two months old today. So I missed my six week postpartum check up because I forget what it was. But anyways, I went a couple days ago and, um, we talked about birth control. Actually, I talked about this on my story too, a little bit. Um, and I just wanted to know what was so out do we there need to talk about it here. Then? No, I, I did. I talk about it with you Not on your story. Oh, it was very brief. Okay. I just touched on it. And then I got all this, <laughs> a lot of comments. Okay. Everyone has an opinion about birth control, which I actually respect because everyone has their own, like, situation at least people care no they care yeah and everyone wants to help so i think anyways i don't love the idea of birth control and i actually wasn't i was on birth control in the beginning of our relationship but it took me a while to even try it because i had never taken it before ever i had no reason i wasn't like very sexually active um so eventually when i got on birth control i tried almost all of them I think like I tried the pills which I did not like I didn't take those for very long then I tried the ring didn't like that either um and then I I think eventually after that I got on the IUD and I went with Mirena which has some hormones in it not the copper one now I actually didn't mind the IUD and I kept that in for five years and then I took it out and was off of it completely for what four years and then we kind of just did our own thing for four years was careful i tracked everything on an app so i knew when was safe when was you know less safe and um, and then told me after the fact but that's a different story well i kind of just decided it's time (laughs) 
I didn't think it was going to happen on the first try, okay? No, it's fine. We, we were in the same position. It was like we were both like, yeah. It was like we were both ready, but like not No, we've ready talked enough. about this. We yeah. had to be pushed off a cliff, and exactly. that's the way we had to do Look it. Look at us now. Adulting like mother fathers. Um, so where I'm at today um, is kind of in the same boat. I'm not in love with the idea of it, but there is an option that I'm going to look into it's non-hormone um and it's safe for breastfeeding and apparently it's something you not to get too tmi but it, it is interesting you literally just put it inside of you the female obviously um or not obvious who knows where your head goes um and you use it right before intercourse and it changes the ph inside of you and it works as also a lubricant so the sperm can't live basically yeah interesting it's hormone free it's apparently I'm looking at the pamphlet um, non toxic. I don't know. Free? See, that's the thing is like Vegan? I don't know any of those details yet, and that's you know I don't know. It kind of is what it is. Like at one point or another, you just got to weigh out what makes the most sense for you. And um, so I'm gonna look into this because girlfriend, it's been eight weeks of just you know waving living. hi to each other, just living. So, but yeah. it's so much fun, right? Like just doing what we're doing right now. I mean, maybe for you. What, how do you feel? It's not fun. Really? I, mean, I feel like you're I not mean, even phased. Some moments are fun, but like a lot of it's not fun. <laughs> Continue. Elaborate. No, I don't want to elaborate on that. Go ahead. Okay, we're going to change the channel. Please don't change the channel. We've got more sponsors. I'm nervous. <laughs> more adulting like a mother father when we come back. Us mother fathers, we need to fuel our day, okay? And you need to fuel it with whole Vivo Life's all-in-one blend of plant-based protein, essentials, fats, vitamins, and minerals. I'm a huge fan of Vivo now. No, I know. Huge. You've got the Vivo flag running high, okay? (laughs) I'm proud of it. I understand. Um, You guys, we all know it's important to make sure we're getting enough protein and vitamins in our day-to-day life. And Vivo Life has got you covered with whole. It's literally plant-based nutrition all in one shake. Yep. Yeah. So Vivo Life makes 100% plant-based health and fitness products delivered straight to your door. And they plant one tree for every single order they receive. Again, amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one of the most environmentally conscious companies I have come across. And uh, I wholeheartedly support that. I know they do like um, biodegradable bags. They like are the first protein and supplement company that I've come across that has gotten rid of the scoop that comes in the bag. Mm -hmm. You can buy a a fully biodegradable scoop outside of the bag. Mm -hmm. Um, but they took that away as as well to remove plastic. It's so smart because truly we don't need a scoop. You could literally use a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So each serving of whole contains 20 grams of plant-based protein and 22 vitamins and minerals. And there's no artificial colors, sweeteners or preservatives. Um, Personally, you know, after your workouts, you usually swig a good chunk of Vivo Life. Um, You like the vanilla flavor, right? I do. Yeah. And honestly, here's another way that you can use it. I used it in Gio's um, oatmeal the other day. So it's a good way to just throw it in like pancake mix, whatever. Um, And so you can try that. It really helps you fuel your body to be ready for the day. Mm -hmm. So for every order on Vivo Life's website, they will plant one tree for the purpose of reforestation and reduce reducing extreme poverty for local villagers. That's awesome. Because we believe in Vivo Life's whole so much, they have given us a 10% discount to share with you on your very first order. Just use the code ADULTING10 at checkout and save 10%. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay. I want to say that I said this before. This is This is me being super vulnerable. I... For the first time in my life, I never thought that I would be in this position where like, I feel like this, have to think like this, whatever. I am scared shitless of having sex right now because like this ain't easy all the time. And, uh, I've been a lot of bit overwhelmed. You know, there's obviously there's amazing moments and this is an amazing thing and it'll get easier because we've been through it and we know that. But right now the idea of possibly the potential of jumping back in this boat and like adding another responsibility is a no for me Mm -hmm. an absolute no. 
And so the only way to do it right now is to just avoid. It's just to not do it. So I've been avoiding. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I understand where you're at. And um, in a lot of ways, like I agree, I would not want another. Oh, my God, that sounds weird. It's like I just think that we're being responsible by acknowledging the idea that we could potentially get pregnant again very soon because that is what happened. Um, and just trying to do what's right for us and our family. And that is to yep. not add more than we are ready to take on at this point. Yep. So we do need to look at other options. And, you know, I think we jokingly have thrown around the idea of a, of a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. You have. I mean, you kind <laughs> no, of. No, I've thought about it too. But again, like that for me is not something I ever would have thought that I'd be thinking about. But that's now. adulting. Like literally so much of what we're talking about. I guess is that's what it is. That, that's life, right? Yeah. Cause there's like, no roadmap. Like you just like things, life comes at you and you just make decisions. You go one way or the other. Yeah. Right. So I know that this is more about like a topic on family planning and we don't have to dive too far into it, but in terms of a vasectomy versus me getting on some form of birth control, you know, a vasectomy is more, more, um, permanent, permanent, right? Yeah. And when I talked to my doctor, he said, he did he just make it sound like it couldn't be reversed? It wasn't something he, yeah, he, I mean, I didn't ask that specific question. And from what I know, I think it can be reversed, but I would imagine it's pretty invasive and it want, may not that, be a hundred percent. That would mean they in there potentially three times. Like that's also a no go for me. Um, I think you'll be okay. I've been cut <laughs> open twice in two years, but that's three versus two. Okay. Um, I'm kidding guys. So no, I, I think that when I talked to the doctor, he asked me very plain and simple, like, are you ready for, well, I don't even know why he asked me this. He said, are you ready for another baby? I'm like, are you Answer's kidding no. me? <laughs> and the first thing that popped into my head is this guy's a businessman. Dude, they know what they're doing. I was like, like he's wait, a great guy, but they know what me. they're doing. I'm here for my postpartum checkup. The, the one for the baby I just popped out, mm-hmm. you pulled her out. Don't you recall that? Um, so no, I said, not at the moment, sir. Thank you. Get your hands out of my vagina. Um, no, he's a great guy, but it was, it was the first time I've ever seen a male doctor in that region of my body. And I did not expect it. I walked into the room and she said in undress and I, I've never had to undress for him. Even when I had ivory, like I was technically undressed, but it wasn't like he was operating down there. He was on my abdomen region. So I felt this a little... might be a very stupid and, and probably ignorant question, but do they use anything to like, yes, my friend make the opening. Like, like I'm thinking like at yes, the dentist or orthodontist, like the hey, things that they what? would put in to make your mouth bigger. They're the exact same. Really? Two almost a hundred degrees. Wow. The exact same. Wow. The difference is it's My a, a different shape, but they open mm. the exact same. Mm. And there's maybe a crank mm. that opens it slowly. It's not like a machine though, is it? Hand operated, manual. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. And um haven't had that happen in a long time because couldn't tell you the last time I really had a pap because I've been pregnant for so long, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. So no, you guys listen, I get into the room and she says, take everything off. And I, I didn't, I didn't follow the rules. Cause you know, I don't follow rules. Yeah. <laughs> so, it does not take direction. I know. Cause I was like, this is a postpartum checkup. He's going to be checking on what he did. Um, mm-hmm. I have my incision open and available for his eyes. I, what else you, do you need to do? So I didn't. And he came in, he goes, Oh, um, you know, take, take everything off. And I'm also going to do a breast exam. So take that off too. And then he left the room and I laid there and I thought, interesting. So that's where we're at now. Like you are my doctor. You're not just going to look at the, uh, incision on my abdomen. So I did what I was told. (laughs) Did you know that you signed up for a long-term relationship? So I didn't, but I can see how that happens. And you thought it was just pregnancy and yeah, birth like related. I hired you for this part. Gotcha. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in a weird place where like I've now been checked out by him. Which, funny enough, you guys, this is the business the, of the medical industry, and then I'll move on because this is kind of boring. But it is interesting to me. He goes, "Oh, as he's inside looking in things, he goes, oh, hmm." Um, just remember, this is your postpartum checkup. We actually can't do a pap smear. I said, 
oh, why? He goes, <laughs> because insurance reasons. Mm. You have to technically split the two appointments. Whoa. This is the business. Uh-huh. Because then there's an additional copay, right? And then there's an additional service. And you can't just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, because that wouldn't benefit their business. Right. Right. So then he slowly Maybe something uncranked, tied to it. pulled that out. No, mm. there's nothing. There was no business that happened down there. It wasn't like I actually had a baby vaginally. just a technicality. It was a technicality. I almost said to him, hey, from 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 business man to business woe man, mm-hmm. um, you know, can we, can we just do the darn thing and just write a different date? Because... Girlfriend doesn't want to come all the way over to Beverly Hills. I got two kids to take care of. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. So we closed me up and I'll be coming back. <sighs> so the postpartum visit was, there was nothing. He goes, oh, nice scar. Nice. It's looking good from yeah. a distance from, from down there. He saw it. <laughs> See if I run his finger across and go smiley. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? That's from, uh. Billy Madison, but it has nothing to do with the C-section scar. No, has everything. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who didn't know, (laughs) okay. Listen, you know what? Maybe I'll let you do that. That sounds nice. (laughs) Okay. All right. Sorry. Um. Let me pull up my my other topic of notes I wanted to talk about. Look who's got the structure. Gosh. Okay. Hang on. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. This is my kind of Bev. Attention, adulters, listen up. Bev, oh gosh, okay, so this is a female founded company, which we love. We love to support equality. They make some bomb ass wines in a can the cans are so cute very good for the gram we brought them over to my aunt's house over the weekend and everyone loved them um i just felt like we looked really cool walking in with these cute boxes because when we brought the white sparkling which they call glitz and it it literally is a sparkling gold box it looks like something mariah carey would have dreamt of (laughs) Um, and then the rosé, you know, because Andrew don't play. Rosé all day. That's right. Uh, let's just jump right to it. If you guys love a refreshing wine, you have to try Bev. They're dry, crisp, and a little fuzzy. They have zero sugar, only three carbs, and 100 calories per serving. They do four, actually five varietals, I think. Um, but the main ones are rosé, Sauve Blanc, Pinot Gris, and Pinot Noir. There's also a glass and a half of wine in each little can. So you think you have this like cute little... Instagram perfect can. Mm-hmm, but it packs a punch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and um, we have an exclusive deal for our adulting like a mother father listeners. Listen up. We can receive 20% off your first purchase. Plus, they're going to give you free shipping on all orders. And I suggest you trying their best selling ladies night variety pack so you can check out all their flavors. Um, just go to drinkbev.com slash adulting or you can use our code adulting at checkout to claim this deal. That's drinkbev.com D-R-I nkbev.com slash adulting get your drink on all right guys we're back here's adulting like a mother father okay we're back um okay so right before this call you guys we had a preliminary call with um a loan broker yes that's what we call her, right? Yeah. So I don't know how much we got into this when we were doing our refi on the show, but um, how much we got into this on the show when we were doing the refi last year. But we refinanced our house and pulled out... The, the interest rates are crazy low. So we refinanced our house and we pulled out... Um, some cash. Some cash to build the ADU in the back, which is still on hold for now reasons that I thought it was the city holding it up. Turns out, you know, our architect made a boo-boo. Mm-hmm. A boo-boo. <laughs> That'll never boo-boo. be the same for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so he made a boo-boo and now things are just even more on hold. So we're now thinking we're going to use that cash we pulled out for a down payment on this next house. Yeah, the reason for that is just like life's happening. It feels like the walls are closing in on us here. And we love our place, um, but we definitely need some more space. And we would love to be closer to family because we just realize how much better and really easier it is to do this all with more people around. For sure. So we 
spoke with the same loan broker um, that we did our refi with a few months ago, and we're starting the process. We got on the phone with her. She is a la 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 long winded talker. Um, you know when you just talk to someone on the phone, nicest lady, and this is going to be a great situation because she got our deal done in a great amount of time. Like she was, she worked hard for us, but. You know when there's people, and I'm probably one of them, people are probably listening going, you're doing it now, um, that take just a few too many turns before landing on the point. Yep. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Actually. Well, I could touch on that. I was going to say. So long story short, um, I've been doing a bit of self-work. I engaged with um, caller, a therapist, whatever. Um and I've been chatting once a week and, and, you know, she recognizes things in the way I say things and what I say, obviously as therapists do. And she notices like my mind's a bit scattered, right? And it is very much so. And for the first time in my life, she brought up the ADD thing. And, uh, I don't think I was like, I don't think I was as thrown off by it as I thought. Like, I don't know much about ADD. You hear about it as a younger kid because I think they like to label kids ADD when you're younger. And um, that was never a label put on me, so I never put much thought into it. I'm sure that there's a whole spectrum of what that looks like and the levels of, of which somebody could be going through it. But it makes a lot of sense for me. It really does. Like my head gets spinning so fast that like I know exactly what I'm thinking, but it it rarely ever comes out as what I'm thinking. And then I'm already like three, four steps ahead in my brain. But what I'm and when I'm saying something like it's referencing that, but not like what I'm supposed to be addressing and or I'm thinking about one or two or three other things that have nothing to do with the conversation <laughs> I'm having. So I don't even know like how this got brought up is what I'm trying to say. No, right we now. just we just. We just seamlessly, you know, side sideways walked into this segwayed. Um, okay, wait. Yes. So here's my thought on that. Okay, and I have a few, but I'll I'll get to the point. I don't I don't I don't see that as being a bad thing. I think that you actually hold yourself really well. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I think our show is what it is, and what makes it really special is that you have such a you have such an ease about you, and when you talk about things. You are sincere and it feels like you're very present. You're very mindful about the words that you're choosing. Like whatever you have, call it ADD. I think it's a very great skill that I would aspire to, to have myself. Thanks. And Thank you. Thank you very much. And I think I know you better than her. And I'd like to also talk about what I said to you when you told me this originally. Hmm. I don't think that it is so much ADD. I think it's a habit that you've built over time to represent yourself so that there's no, because you are so straight up and you don't want people, you don't like hurting. Well, I guess, yeah, you don't like hurting people's feelings, but you like to make sure that you're very well understood and that you're communicating extremely clear, which again, a very great quality that like I probably was very attracted to and still am and like aspire to be more like. So I want to talk about maybe where that came from. If it is a habit that you. Yeah. I I don't want to dive too deep into it because I'll I'll share more about this journey as I get through it and feel like I'm making some real progress and can kind of reflect back on this self work, whatever you want to call it. Um, but we did touch on this, this topic actually last week. Um, and it seems to be, she likes to relate as much back to early childhood as possible. And it's likely that this is me covering all my bases before anything ever even happens. Right. I preface a lot of the things that I say. So I'll, I'll basically like cross every T and dot every I before I say what I even want to say so that everybody feels taken care of or like everybody feels like I'm being sensitive to them, all the things, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I've noticed that about myself and I don't want to do that. Why? Um, what would you rather do? What would it look just like? Just say things straight up. Because it starts feeling like you start feeling a little crazy. Oh, okay. Like my, you say that I speak clearly and whatnot, but like maybe it comes out that way. And I know I speak a little slower too. And that's probably just like I'm from California and I am relatively chill. <laughs> but my head and my brain are not 
Ah. what my voice is doing. Whoa. You know what I mean? This is going a thousand miles an hour and my voice is going too. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So like she thinks that that's where the, the prefacing comes from is like at a certain point you had to protect yourself because anytime you said or did something like there was a negative response to it. Right. So then you start, you start ticking all those boxes before you even say or do the thing Mm -hmm. so that you're protecting yourself before it happens. Mm. That's yeah. I I think it's a really smart observation. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, when you said that, okay. And that's why my, my mind is wandering right now, but, um, I'm wondering if I'm starting to develop some of that being around you. It's possible. Think about that though, right? It's possible, yeah. Because I, so I challenge, uh, challenge, I challenge Danielle a lot with the things that she says or doesn't say, um, which personally I don't, I don't think is a bad thing. I, I would love to say that if you step back, you would know that I love you and I always have your back and I'm always trying to look out for the best for us, the the unit, you know. But I also know that I'm not the easiest to deal with all the time, especially in times of conflict, because I will, I. I'll create it and then I will challenge you. And I think that makes you already naturally somebody who wants to avoid and run from that. Like even not timid, but yeah, like you, you want to avoid it even more. And then you really want to protect yourself before you say anything. Cause if you say something that like, I don't agree with I'll challenge it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I have to think more on that, but it's so funny how like, Remember when you came out of your session, you were like a little bit on like the heavier side and you're like, oh, you know, I'm really glad I'm doing this, but it does make you feel a certain type of way when you start to like really dig into things. Mm -hmm. See, I can go there and I, I actually enjoy digging into things circumstantially, but I can very much acknowledge that it's a lot cozier right here on the surface where yeah, no you're doubt, all no about live, laugh and love. Well, if, it, if it's not, if it's not holding you back in any way, then I don't know if there's a reason to right. to dig and dig and dig. But for me, I'm just noticing some, some overarching things that I'm like, I don't really like this about myself or I don't really like the way I'm thinking about things. Like I, I want to do some work and figure out what's going on. You know? Yeah. I'm not afraid of that. No, no. I I think it's great. Um, I think therapy is great. I think that if we don't have someone that we can trust and talk to, you know, you just start literally going crazy in your head because you don't, you don't have anyone to reason with. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. All right, Demo, do you remember a day about five years ago, we were in Big Bear and we were up in the mountains and there was snow around and it was so beautiful and we were like, you know what? Let's take it up a notch. Let's get all the way back down to Malibu and go to the beach for sunset. Oh, yeah. BK, like, um, what was that? 20? Um, BK? Yeah, before kids. Oh. <laughs> of course. Um, man, I have good memories of that day. And it just makes me think about all the beauty California has to offer, really what the world has to offer us. And it makes me want to keep it around for Geo and Ivory and all the generations to come. Yeah. So what's the solution here? I think we got to think about... Um, how we use our money, who we're doing business with, where we put our money, et cetera. Uh, which is why it's so cool to me that a new company like Aspiration is around and supporting the podcast. If you guys didn't hear about Aspiration last week, they're a new digital banking alternative and they're unlike all the traditional banks that you guys bank with today. Those guys used $575 billion of your money last year to fund fossil fuel projects, but Aspiration will never do that. Um, they'll also do a bunch of other cool things like give you up to 10% cash back at environmentally friendly partners like Tom's Warby Parker and more. They're going to give you guys up to 20 times the interest that your traditional bank is giving you right now. That alone should be the reason why you do business with aspiration. I think so too. Um, and you can also, this is really cool. You can elect to plant a tree with a spare change from every purchase that you make using your aspiration. I think that's what like initially hooked me was just knowing that big or small, whatever purchase I'm making, I know that whatever that spare change is going to be is literally going to plant a tree. Yeah. I think it's so rad. Um, and on top of it for a limited time, aspiration is going to offer you guys up to $200 when you open an account at aspiration.com slash green. You don't have to switch banks entirely. Just open a new account 
fund it with a small amount to, you know, purchase your coffee or buy from these partners where you can get up to 10% back uh, and just give it a feel. So you can get all the details when you sign up for a better world at aspiration.com slash green. And now back to adulting like a mother father. The other thing too about that, I just, there's no shame with seeking out a therapist or some help. No shame whatsoever. I've done it multiple times in my life. And, and part of that is like, sometimes you need an independent party to, to like one, really be able to listen, give you good insight that nobody else has given you, but also just to be able to dump some of this stuff onto because there are times when like, it's not fair to dump it on the closest people around you. It's not fair to dump it on your friends. Maybe you don't even, you haven't even built the community of friends around you that even care to listen, you know, because as you get older as an adult, like there are fewer and fewer people around you that want to hear your problems because also, everybody yes. has their own. Everyone has their own, right? And everyone's going to come from probably a personal opinion, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they do know you. They, they mm-hmm. aren't objective. And then you also have to live with the idea that you will never be able to take back what you said. So not that like, you know, the people that you trust, you'd hope will understand long term, but like just knowing that like someone might look at you and think, oh, once upon a time, maybe there was this hiccup or maybe this person felt this way, or maybe there are these downfalls to that person. Like they never look at you the same way. Maybe that's just something I care about because I I have a lot of pride. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a bunch of different scenarios where that can happen, but especially with like, let's say you're having issues with a person, your partner or whatever. I think you need to be careful with who you bring those issues to. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's family, right? Yo, or, yeah. or friends, because now all you're doing is Exposing. none of those people spend the time that you do with your partner, whoever you have issues with. And all you're doing is painting what's likely a negative picture for anybody you're dumping these problems on about your partner. That you can't unsee. You can't undo it. Yeah. You know, you, you hope this is the way it should be. As we get older, everybody matures. And you realize we all have our pros and cons and ups and downs. And we've all gone through our own things that you give people a little grace. You know, mm-hmm. you try to see the good versus the bad. And you know that like, okay, even if somebody messes up that they can do it better the next time. Sure. I think you realize that there's a season, right? And that we've all had, yeah, like you said, yeah. and that there's acceptance around it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like this is going long winded. Yeah, so no, let's I move know. on to the next topic. <laughs> no, I think, I think we hit a good amount. I actually want to get to some of the questions. Actually, <laughs> I have another one on there, but let's is, get is to it, the is questions. It quick? I mean, you know, it's just like a personal thing. And I'm sure moms that are at this point is in it their quick? postpartum. Yeah, I'll be so quick. Calm down. Cool it. Um, would kind of feel me on this. I was over, we were over at my aunt's house yesterday and we were talking and they're all on this, like, and a lot of people are on this health kick. And I was on it for like a hot second, a couple weeks back. And then I got hungry. Um, so they're on it and they're trying to get their bod in shape for the summer and someone's in a wedding, so on and so forth. Okay. We're all coming out of our holes and we're trying to like, you know, make a splash. So I'm going to try again. (laughs) I I had a joke there. (laughs) Go ahead. No, no. He said, make a splash. Uh, You're making a splash. Oh, you rude little... (laughs) What? Listen, I'm a a little more buoyant these days. Um, Probably, I literally would float to the top just based off the boobs alone right now. Mm, True. Um, So I don't know. I'll keep you guys posted. I'm not sure what my approach is. I'm just trying to live mindfully right now and and consume things that I think are generally good for me. Um, Thank goodness we've got like the best resources. I mean, not just saying this, but like Athletic Greens and Vivo Life are solid staples um, that I'm going to rely heavily on while I try to figure out. I'm in love, legitimately in love. So the vanilla flavor of that Vivo Life tastes like legit cake batter. Mm -hmm. It's fire. Um, So we'll see. And I didn't even even say this in our our ad, but uh, I just like that they have things like there's ashwagandha in it, which helps with uh, mood, stress. Yeah, stress. And also turmeric, which I've fallen in love with because it has so many wonderful benefits. It also... It's an anti-inflammatory... Uh, it's an antioxidant. It's yeah. great for that stuff, but it also has, they've linked it to, um, improving depression. Yeah. I can see that yeah. when I'm less inflamed, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm generally less pretty depressed. Happy. <laughs> yeah. 
So you guys, if anyone has any tips or tricks, I'm not a diet per. I'm not a crash diet person. And Dude, my cousin the, and her aunt, my aunt. It's the basics. It's, no, I know. It's I know. The basics. But here's the basics. I people don't want, have the time. People want the easy fit. I understand people want to just be told what to do. Maybe that's easier for a lot of people, but it's really the basics and people get away from that so much mm-hmm. because they want it to be easy and it's not easy, but the work that you put in is so worth it, especially when you get to a place that you've envisioned and then you've just built such good habits that go on with you for the rest of your life. That's the spot that you want to be in. And I feel like I am like I've, I generally have good habits. Yeah, um, you do. I don't overindulge, you know, usually my, my personality is to have a good workout regimen and I've gotten away from that. Um, but I'm going to find my way one way or another. And I mean, if I might be like super honest about it, I just bought a scale. So I have no idea. Like I got weighed at the also, doctor's office, but I want to know, like, I don't know. I know. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I it's know a different perspective. Say. I think every, you're a man, though. every trainer you work with, though, will say the same thing. The number is not that important. It's how you feel, like how your body looks and how you feel about it. Correct. But when you have, you literally have a, some to lose because you gained some to grow a human. Like I know that I'm going to have to but lose let me ask, some. Let me ask you this without getting too off track here. If you never touched the scale and you just started putting in the work today and you, you really took a good hard look at yourself after two weeks or after 30 days or whatever, and then checked in periodically. And if you just, just by looking at yourself saw results that you liked, mm-hmm. would the number that you would have seen on the scale matter at all? No, not necessarily. It's, it's a mental thing. I'm not right? really a scale person. Like we didn't have one. Is that for, you just however, one? Okay, stop. I have to start somewhere, right? I get it. I just need to know. Cause the only time I got weighed was when we went to, when I went to the doctors, mm-hmm. um, but I want to be mostly transparent about this experience and also be sensitive. It's all the things. Cause I know people are going to be like, love your body. You grew a human all, but the truth is, and this is me being so one hundo with you guys. Like I am someone who enjoys being fit. I am someone who enjoys like fitting into my clothes a certain way. I don't judge other people for doing what they do. And yeah. Not everyone's going to fit in the same box. Like really yeah. it's about what you want as an individual. Like if you want to push yourself to be in the best shape, that's right for you. Go for it. Because for me, it's not just about how I look. It's the challenge. I like to challenge myself because I feel like that trickles into everything that I do. For sure. I like to be successful in a lot of different categories and I need to have a base. So for me, like my aunt used to tell me, oh, you were way too skinny, you know, before the kids. And that may be true. Honestly, I didn't really know because it was just part of my life and how I lived. Um, but one thing that I'll say is like, I don't have a nine to five. So for me, working out was what made me feel accomplished and it was something I cared to do. And yeah, people um, underestimate the power of that. Like your, your body and the work you put into it, that that's like one thing in life that almost is a hundred percent within your control. Yes. And when you conquer that for yourself, whatever that looks like for you, when you conquer that, like you said, that trickles into everything you else. Take control of like what you're capable of and you can apply that to so many different things. Yep. Let's take a break, my friend, and come back. How with many breaks these we questions. got? <laughs> All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, adulters, um, this one's fun because Undone Beauty, the already affordable, vegan, clean, cruelty-free makeup line that I love and can't wait for you guys to try out, is doing a huge sale. It's 30% off at Ulta beginning on April 9th for two weeks, okay? So you guys want to take advantage of this. Their stuff is my absolute favorite. I had to dig through my bag because I wanted to share some of the stuff that I use on the absolute daily. Um, I'm like a concealer-free and their concealer is what really hooked me. Um, They have Conceal to Reveal Palette, and I don't know if you care, but the two colors that I like to combine together are um, 450 Almond Latte Medium. Ooh, that's fitting. And then 430 Buttercream Medium Light. Those two together are, are just that buttercream, almond, latte, creamy, and the most important part is they really do conceal, which is what I need the most right now because I've got black eyes. (laughs) 
tired as a mother. Um, two things I also love the unfoundation glow tint, not a foundation person, but this stuff is like the perfect coverage. It's light. It doesn't clog my pores. And obviously I didn't, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I, I said something last week. I think their skincare has actual things in it that is good for your skin, like coconut water and tea tree oil and castor oil for their products um, that go on your lashes, help your lashes grow. And that's a very important piece for me. So check them out. Undone Beauty. You can get it at Ulta. I think they sell it at Target, um, but they do have that sale right now at Ulta for 30% off. And now back to adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, we are back for the last time. And we've got some questions in the email inbox that we want to run through. So that's what we're going to do. Here we go. We're going to start. This is from Danielle, not to be confused with Daniela. She says, hello, I was wondering how you started transitioning Ivory onto a set schedule. My baby just turned one month and I want to start her on a schedule, but her day night is still confused. She sleeps all day and is super awake at night. Any tips? Thanks. Oh my gosh. Yes. First of all, download the moms on call app. Um, you just input how old your baby is and it'll give you an, a suggested schedule. I mean, I say suggested because the tr- struggle, the struggle I had with Gio was I, I, my, he was so flipped and I didn't know where to start. And I would stress myself out trying to s- make my baby a clock, which they are not. So you have to be, you know, within reason, give yourself some grace to like figure out a schedule, um, but use them as a guideline that was helpful for me. Um, your baby's about a month old. So I'm trying to think back. I mean, usually they're going to say, suggest a wake up of 7am and that's like your baseline. So at 7am you feed. And if your baby eats every three hours, make sure your baby is awake for maybe about 60 minutes after a feed and then naps until the next feed. Another way to look at it is eat, play, sleep. So after your baby feeds, they play for as long as they they can without going over a certain amount for that age because if they're overstimulated, they won't nap enough. And if they don't nap enough, then they don't sleep well at night. Sleep begets sleep. So at a month old, I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't know if it's accurate. You want probably about 45 minutes to an hour of wake time after a feed and then have your baby sleep the rest of the time until the next feed, um, feeding between two to three hours. Look up moms on call. I hope that helps Danielle. Cool. Great answer, girl. Uh, (laughs) this next one's from Cassandra. She says, Hey, I have a 15 month old who is very active and doesn't really want to sit down unless it's for food. I'm struggling with teaching him words. He knows mama, dad, dad, Nana, which is banana and 10 ish, but teaching him is hard. He's learned move it so early and easily just words. Not so much. I was wondering how you taught geo. I don't think we're experts on that one. The the, The one thing I'll add is that, um, we spoke to Gio like he was an adult, like really, really early on because that's what we were taught to do. And so I'm sure that's helped him along the way. Um, I fed him a lot of dadas and mamas early on. And I think it seems like just from everyone around us that like dada is usually number one. And then there's words that come off of that that are like just as easy for him. But in terms of like the baby not or the 15 month old not being able to sit still, we we feel you on that. We have the same situation here. There is a period of time throughout the day that's pretty consistently like our downtime, family time, like time to really connect. And it's right after bath. And it's been like that since he was an infant. So we use that time, that like 15 to 20 minute time after his bath to really connect. That's when we do ABCs. It initially started with reading books. So we started reading books when he was like four weeks old. I know it sounds pretty silly yes um so we would read a book no matter what or two or three um no matter what after bath and i think that really helped and listen he's 15 months now if it's not something you have in your routine you can easily start now geo loved books around that like literally loved him more than a toy at that age um you know what what i want to add something else geo seemed to learn so much better when words had pictures oh a song pictures so so two things here one is Try to connect all the different ways that people can learn, like humans can learn, right? Some people are just visual. Some people are, they want to hear something and learn it, whatever. Try to do all of them so they see, they hear, they can touch, whatever. But also like whenever we, I put rhythm or like song to words, he seemed to pick them up a lot better. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And then find that downtime, you know, to really connect. I think that time after bath is really good. Yep. 
Yep, 100%. Great job. All right, last one is from Autumn. Autumn says, first, I love the show and congrats on becoming a family of four. Thank you, Autumn. So I didn't have the best support system growing up. I come from a long line of addiction, abuse, both physical and emotional. Now that I'm 22 and on my own, I've started to see that I'm able to actually make choices for myself. That's great. Uh, But I still get the feeling of being scared or worried I'm going to get in trouble for what I like, who I like, and what I do. I'm so used to being told what to do and having such harsh words or judgment thrown at me in my household that it's just stuck. And most times I end up not going or not doing what I actually want. Do you have any advice as to how I should break that pattern for myself? Do I need to cut ties with the toxic ones or how do I address that? I need to do things for me. She, she said she's 22, 22. So you're still very young. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think it's amazing that you're recognizing this sort of thing. I think as hard as it is to do, sometimes you do absolutely need to t- uh, cut the toxicity from your life. Um, because at the end of the day, like you're number one, if you're not happy, it's hard to make anybody else around you happy. Mm-hmm. Not that that's your job, um, but that holds true. I, even if you don't cut people out, you definitely need to figure out what your boundaries are and then set your boundaries and stick to your boundaries. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And then on top of that, you know, I think sometimes it's hard to find the answers ourselves because if you haven't been able to find it for your lifetime for, for years, if you've been searching, whatever to me, that says, maybe you look elsewhere for some help. And that's a long way of saying like, maybe it makes sense for you to go find somebody to speak with and like dig into some of these issues and see if you can uncover these patterns a little more clearly. Uh, and then these people are, you know, professionals and they've likely seen the same stuff before and they'll have the best, the best sort of paths that you can try going forward to just uh, shift your mindset and make things a little easier. Yeah. I agree with all that. And I want to add to it a little bit. Um, just coming from a personal experience, um, you know, it's really nice to find community that is going to support you on that journey outside of like the toxic, toxic individuals. Um, but I believe strongly in independence and I don't know what your living situation is. If you're living with people that are this influence in your life or a negative influence, like if you can find a way to make the means or prioritize your own living situation where you can be independent, find your way. Um, I highly, highly suggest it. I did it at a really young age. Um, and I think, you know, though I probably learned a lot of lessons that, were maybe hard, um, along the way, it also gave me that room to find who I was. Um, and at 22, you know, that's a great time to really hone in on, on those developmental things that define you at 17. I was a little young, I had a long way to go, but, um, I think finding space for yourself so that you can really think and and hear your own thoughts outside of what people want to, to think is really important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Thank you guys for sending Thank you so much for the questions. You have anything else you want to send them out on? No, you send them out. I'm going to send you guys out. We are out of here. Thanks again for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Take advantage of the deals from our partners. Um, And until next week, enjoy yourselves. Bye. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here. So make sure you tune in for all the goods. (laughs) 